I see a lot of investment ideas. I get a lot of information about alternative investments from the marketplace. My clients, I prepare about 100 PPMs a year, and I review probably about 200 other alternative investments just to keep abreast and make sure that I'm providing the best service to my clients and also for my own deals. It is rare that something jumps out at me as such a great and creative idea as what we're going to talk about now. Now, this is not a pitch for anything of mine. I'm not doing this. I'm not responsible for it. And they're not a client. I just thought it was a brilliant, brilliant idea for an investment and uh, kudos to them. So with that kind of play up, you must be wondering what it is that I'm talking about. Well, first, before I reveal, make the big reveal on which investment I think is just brilliant, uh, let's talk a little bit again about founder investment theory. It's the drum I bang all day long that is absolutely critical. Founder investment theory can almost be boiled down just into one word, story the story that your investors are getting about your investment. What is it that makes it compelling for them to invest? Now, we also can break that down into four components, one of which is the story. The first one is the strategy. What's the general strategy that's taken place? Is this a value add? Is this appreciation? Is it cash flow? What is it? The second is the uh, philosophy that's taken why it's a, this is a good investment, what this uh, asset class is, things like that. The third is the risk tolerance level. So is it low or is it high? Some people like to invest in very safe uh, assets with very, uh, very stable, st safe returns. Some people like high risk, high return assets. And the fourth, of course, is that story. So without further ado, I'm going to talk about what I think is one of the most creative ideas for using an exempt offering for an investment in an alternative investment space, Masterworks. Masterworks is a Regulation A offering that's put out there to raise money for investing in art. It is a incredibly great idea. I mean, who wouldn't want to own some of the masterpieces that they invest into? Banksy, Sam Gillian, Andy Warhol, uh, Yayoi Kasuma, and I totally butchered her name and I apologize. But these are some of the great works of our time uh, that, and even of before our time. I mean, they've got a Monet. How cool is that? You can own a piece of that and take part in the appreciation. So that's the whole idea behind Masterworks. So their strategy, of course, is just pure appreciation. This is not a cash play. This is something where you buy one of, into one of these uh, pieces of art and then it's sold at some point. Um, oops, how it works. So they've got a whole mechanism here. They purchase the art, they scrutinize it, and they do the whole period. The whole period, three to 10 years. You can also trade and sell your shares because it's taking place under Regulation A. Um, so 
extremely cool idea, very cool strategy. Obviously, the philosophy is art. Art appreciates. Um, art is actually a very good asset class that's oftentimes ignored because the asset prices are so high and it is such a illiquid market. But I think what Masterworks has done here is they've liquefied the market as much as it could possibly be liquefied and in such a great compelling way. Risk tolerance, I mean, fairly safe to say that Banksy paintings are going to be worth a fortune and going to be worth even more soon. I think it's pretty safe to say that it's going to be a very safe asset class. Nothing's guaranteed, but in general, pretty, uh, pretty safe, low, and good returns. I mean, on some of these paintings, these are reasonable returns. I mean, even on a more classical painter like Claude Monet, you've got a 9.2% return, which yes, isn't stellar, but for that low risk tolerance level, it's right there in the, in the, in the play. So very cool. And really, at the end of the day, it's the story. How cool is this? So under each of them that you can also see, uh, let's see, how did I do that? Um, they, they have descriptions of all the different paintings that they've done. They have what their, uh, the estimated uh, uh, sales are. They have an investment thesis that describe the work to you, but it depicts why they chose it and why they think it's going to be uh, have these kind of returns. Really, here's the bottom line. These guys, kudos to you. They're not clients of mine. I'm not invested in them. I don't get anything for saying it, but I thought it was such a great example to bring to you a clear example of a fit that I think is so unique and compelling. Wow, great job, guys. Um, now, that said, we do lots of regulation D work for our clients. I would love to see my clients bring me something that is as cool as this, or nearly as cool as this. Uh, that said, there are a lot of deals that people are working on, my clients included, that can be this cool that have a unique vision, but they also haven't crafted it because they haven't spent the time to think about what their, their fit is. So it all starts with fit. If you wanna be able to get investors into your project with little friction, founder investment theory is the way to do it. If you'd like to talk about your Regulation D offering, I would be happy to talk with you and see if we can help you not only put together all the compliance work that needs to take place, BPM, operating agreement, subscription agreement, filing the Form D, state notices under blue sky laws, but also help you with that fit and how you can talk, communicate better with your investors. <laughs>